does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Jimmy Cook is pulling out all the stops, and for good reason. We have a very fun one coming your way Sunday, Assembly Hall, IU and Michigan State. Michigan State just beat a very fun, tough Rutgers team. Matt Painter joked earlier this year, if I'm going to war, I'm stopping in Jersey to pick up the Scarlet Knights because that's how tough that team out of Piscataway is. Joining us right now in the mower shop from Fisher's Hotline is Michigan State head coach Tom Izzo. Tom, it's been a pleasure to sit next to your former partner in crime here, Dane Fife, for the last two days. He's done a fantastic job. As you know, he is a natural when it comes to people. When you think about Fife on the radio, what should people in Indianapolis expect, Coach Izzo? Well, I think my old boss, Judd Heathcote, said it best because I've seen Fife on heard Fife on a radio and seen him on TV and he's got a face for radio. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm surprised you gave me that. Wow. That's, what, that's what Judd would say. But no, you know what? I got to admit, I, I listened to Dane's uh, TV, uh, you know, his, his beginning on there. And yes. uh, I thought he was really, really good. Did a really good job. And it's not easy. I think people think you can just go to those things or go to radio. You know, I mean, nobody can be like, uh, like Danny because he's crazy and things like that. <laughs> but yes. uh, I think in general, um, it's not as easy to do the way you guys do, you know. But then again, Dan, you'd probably agree with this. Everybody thinks they're a coach too, so everybody can coach the <laughs> and everybody do the radio or T V, but it's harder than you think. Hey coach, uh we were t- I was trying to do your your assembly hall um your trips to assembly hall justice, but I I I failed to do so. And, <laughs> I and disagree. What, what I'm looking for story. is give us your some of your most memorable moments in Assembly Hall since you've been coaching there, whether it's an assistant or head coach. Uh, I know you've had some good ones. You know, I have. I, I think it started when I, uh, I, I got the job and uh, we had beaten Indiana at home my first game as a Big Ten and and you know, Bob Knight was really good to me, and he was really, you know, good friends with Judd. And we went down there, and I was so nervous my first trip to Indiana as a head coach. <laughs> I'm standing there waiting, and of course, Bob didn't come out, and didn't come out, and didn't come out. And there's like 30 <laughs> seconds left, and I go, "Oh my God!" And he came walking out, and the three officials were standing in front of me. And I, I, I'm telling you, I was so nervous. <laughs> he started telling me how bad the officials were going to be <laughs> while they were listening. And then he started laughing. He said, hey, good luck. And that was memorable. But uh, one of my most memorable games was, uh, I think we were 16 or 17 and all. We had uh, Zach Randolph and that crew. And uh, and that was in your day, wasn't it, Dane? You betcha. I was standing <laughs> under the rim. Well, what happened was uh, – who, who was it that hit the Haston. shot? Haston. Kirk Haston. Haston, yeah. He hit the shot over Zach and uh, and uh, to beat us, and they mobbed the floor. And one of your cops down there, a good guy that I've had for a long time, he came running over. He said, come on, coach, I'll get you out of here. 
I said, get your hands off me. I sat on that scores table. I said, if Indiana's mobbing the floor after beating Michigan State, I'm going to sit here and enjoy it. And I did. Yeah, I can remember that. You had your arms crossed and you had the smirk yeah. on your face. Yeah, I just sat right there and said, wow. You know, this is pretty cool. We're reliving but, uh, some. some good ones, but uh, it's been, uh, you know, it's a hell of a place. I mean, it is one of the cathedrals of college basketball and uh you know i've always uh respected it we've played good down there a lot we've had our few games when we were awful but boy coming off uh, indiana's win last night the way they played uh mm-hmm. that, that you didn't get a lot of sleep uh <laughs> after watching that game i'll tell you because that was maybe the best i've seen a play this year Coach Izzo, congrats again on the win over Rutgers, a, a major win here in mid-January. It looked like Breslin was rocking last night. Again, if you're just joining us, Tom Izzo's with us on the Mower Shop from Fisher's Hotline. You mentioned Zach Randolph, pound for pound, one of the best blue-collar players we've seen in the post here this millennium. Trace Jackson Davis, now priority one for you this weekend, certainly reminded everyone over the past two games just what he's made of, Coach what do you see when you watch not only Trace Jackson Davis around the rim, but what he does from a leadership perspective? Well, Dan and I know him really well. I mean, Dan was there with him last year, but uh, Dan and I recruited him yep. for a couple of years back in the day. And, uh, you know, still good friends with his dad, great guy. And um, I think he's taken another step, you know. I mean, uh, some of those, you know, he's a little different than Zach Randolph. Um, they both score around the basket, but uh, Zebo, you know, would have struggled. Uh, I don't know if I ever saw Zebo dunk <laughs> in the last couple of uh, in the last couple of games. I haven't seen uh, I, I haven't seen Trace lay it in. It seems like everything's right. So uh, he's been uh, effective. I think what people probably don't appreciate, he might be one of the best passing big men. Um, but he's able to go right and left a little more. It looks like he's put on a little more strength. And uh, he's having not only a heck of a year, but he's, boy, this last couple of weeks, he's been really dynamite. And as I said, uh, you know, I don't know what his leadership's like because I'm not there, but I know what kind of kid he was and what kind of family he came from, and we always appreciated that a lot about him. And I still pull for him, uh, one of the recruits that got away that I pull for, uh, as long as I'm not playing him. Now, I'm not going to pull for him to mo- on Sunday, but I, mean, <laughs> yeah, I will well, pull for him most of the time. Yeah, you look up and he's 15 and 19 late in that second half. We'll be, uh, we'll be thinking about you, Coach. But I know your team's playing well. If we could get your thoughts, too, on on the job Matt Painter's done. Look, this team was unranked preseason, and that's the way Painter prefers it around here. They're now 18-1. and one. It's the best start in program history. He has the Rubik's Cube that it appears no one's been able to solve. I know it was a real tight one at your place. Your perspective on Zach Eady and what he brings to the game, knowing how it's played nowadays, Coach, how do you put this into perspective for fans who used to watch big guys dominate like this, but it just simply doesn't happen anymore? Yeah, that's fair. First of all, you know, Matt is a good friend of mine, good friend of Dane's. I I, I mean, I think he's the coach of the year. I mean, he's done an incredible job. And an incredible job, he might be the best coach I know that gets guys to play their role. (laughs) You know, the Morton kid is just love him. I mean, he just does what he's (laughs) supposed to do. He he just kind of plays his role. Those two guards are, you know, really solid. But 
Edie, as far as he goes, he's a legal man. He shouldn't be able to play. <laughs> <laughs> There's nobody that can guard him. I mean, we didn't guard him with a fish net. But uh, he was, uh, I mean, you know what? The kid has skills. What people don't realize about him that I learned was, you know, he was a very good baseball player. He can mm-hmm. hit. I mean, he is an athlete, and uh, he makes his free throws. Um, so I, I've been very impressed with Purdue. I, I do think this uh, – He's getting every bit of ounce out of every one of those players. You know, uh, the lawyer kid has been phenomenal, and Smith has been very good. I mean, uh, you know, uh, they got those two power forwards uh, that, uh, you know, I recruited. Dan, we recruited one of those guys, too, and uh, he's – Yeah, first. First, big house. Caleb first. Yeah, him and Kaufman are a nice little tag team. Yep. Yeah, first and Gillis is, uh, you know, they bring one in, got a little more size, one a little more strength. But uh, they've done a heck of a job with that team. And I, you know, I, I, I think um, they're not the most talented team, as we're not either, but um, they are maybe the best uh, put-together team and understanding their roles and being solid and not deviating from, the Purdue way, and uh, I think Matt deserves a lot of credit for that, to be honest. Hey, Coach, uh, you and I talked back in December when I did that game at December 30th, and we were just talking about all the things, uh, pros and cons of of college basketball, things that are going on. And one thing that I I found really interesting was we were talking about the portal, and we were talking about the good things, and we were talking Mm -hmm. about the things that, that people are struggling with with the portal. Can you talk about a couple things that I think would be really beneficial for people to hear down here? Just about the the, of course, the pros of the portal, but the but the cons of the the, the negatives that can that can arise when you when you decide as a staff or or a program to go portaling, as we like to say. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, you got to do what you got to do, and and uh, you know, even back three four years ago when this whole thing started, I was on the board and. You know, I'd come back and tell you things from meetings. And I think the one thing that I always still question, and I I really feel bad about it. Listen, nobody's happy anywhere, you know. Mm-hmm. Judd used to mm-hmm. say, there's not a freshman in America that's happy. Because he scored 30 a game in high school, and nobody scores 20 a game in college. So yeah. you already got guys unhappy. Then with social media, you know, it's distorted. So the minute anything goes wrong, I mean, I think we just learned to leave. And... uh that scares me. Now, that doesn't mean every place is for everywhere either. I mean, you know, you might come to a place and realize that hey, it's not right for me and it's not. I mean, I have total respect for that. But yeah. giving freedom to just do whatever you want, whenever you want, whyever you want, I don't think it's healthy for the kid. Right. That's what I'm worried I mean, We're going to survive. I'm going to go get another player. We're going to get this. Might not be quite as good, but we're going to survive. But what do those kids do if they go somewhere else and they already got somebody else from the port? Right. Yeah. But they didn't know about, you yeah. know, and or what do they do when they graduate? Yeah. You know, we got guys that have been in four different schools. Where where are they going to, you know, maybe three of them are mad at them for leaving. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know, where do you go when you're trying to find a job or you need some help? Or, you know, I think there's some unintended consequences to this yeah. stuff that's really going to hurt. But. I could be wrong too. I'm not the smartest cook. No, no, no. You're not. You're not. But one of the things that I learned under you was like we are the first, we are the last line of defense before these these Uh-oh. young men and and a lot of times kids are going into the the real adult world where it's you're not playing with toys in the in the real world and 
I thought it was interesting too. You brought up, you know, someone's allegiance. Like, where where are your alle- Where is someone's allegiance to the school or loyalty to the program or loyalty to the coach? Like, I went to to Indiana to play for Bob Knight. How often is that gonna? How often does that even happen anymore? I mean, do you see it getting better? No, I see it getting worse because I don't think <laughs> so you're do going to be engaged, and yeah. I don't think. But but I think the other thing that I worried about that we talked about on the board I was on and I still am on is, um, you know, right now the players kind of control it, you know, yeah. like the NBA where the players can make decisions and hell, coaches don't even know when they go in the portal sometimes. They just have to go across the street and sign in and everything's cool, you know. But when are the coaches going to start putting players in the portal that they don't Right. You know, when is that going to happen? I promise you, you know, not here because you can say I'm old school, whatever, but the younger, it's going to be, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be a transit uh, programs instead of uh, ones that are built on, on loyalty and tradition and all that. If they think that's good for it, well, then that's what they'll do. But I think it's going to hurt. Because I think coaches are going to say, wait a minute now. Kids complain about playing time. He doesn't understand the process. Yeah. And I had so many pros that hardly played as freshmen, you know. Yeah. That's illegal now. It's illegal. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, those are the things I worry about. And when I say this, I I tell everybody this. Um, you can think it's old school. You think I just don't like it or I don't want to do it. I'm going to have to go in it. I'm going to have to do what i got to do. But for the most part, I've said it from the beginning. I'll say it now, and I'll say it when I'm done. I'm more worried about what it does to the player. We're going to all survive. We get paid to do it. If things go wrong, I still make a lot of money, you know, and maybe I'll get fired, but all that. But what about that kid that's got two, three, or four years to determine his next seven? Right. And that's the case a lot of times. And I know so many of our players that have fought through so much adversity. And... It turned out great. Right. Yeah. Appreciate it on the other end. That's exactly right. You don't do it. I don't don't know if you'll ever appreciate it. I don't know if you'll ever be happy. I mean, the grass is always greener, right? I mean, if you're white, the grass would be greener tomorrow. So, I mean, the grass is always greener until you get there. And then then it's usually it's it's not much better. You know, you still got to go to class. You still got to work out. You still Mm got to lift weights. It's, it's the same old, same old. Yeah. Embrace where you are. Enjoy it. If it's really not that good for you, then I think you should go. But I yeah. I, I never saw a reason why sitting out was bad. Uh, the guys that are good enough are going pro anyway. The other right. guys, they need to get their degree. That's Co- the way I looked at it. Coach Izzo, we'll get you out of here on this. Look, it's been a blast to have Dane Fife here in studio. I know he's been an open book. He misses being in the living rooms speaking with the families, getting the stories. What do you miss most about not being on the road with Dane Fife? Because I know you and Dwayne. Look, you, you, Dwayne, and Dane. Come on, you guys had the longest tenure trio, though, there in the NCAA. We did did have a long tenure. It's freaking uh, crazy. It was all good. He'll he'll get back in it. Uh, You know, things things take turns for a funny reason, but I I think like he's doing, and I, I would encourage this, too. I told him I'd be visiting uh, other colleges, you know, mm-hmm. you had Bobby Knight, you had Tom Izzo, and, and uh, you know, you had a little bit of Mike, you had a little bit of yourself because you were a head coach. And, yeah. But there's a big world out there, and I think both pro and college, you know, 
I'd be visiting places. I'd see where I want to go, which I think he's doing. And, and you know, doing a little TV and radio is, is good because you have to do your homework. That's and right. sometimes when you're doing TV, you know, you go to other practices and you see how other people do it because there's a lot of ways to skin a cat. And the more you can learn, the more you can pick and choose the way that maybe be best for you. So I'm expecting Dane to be back in it. Uh, you know, he's a junkie. He's... <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be coaching. He'll be back. He'll be back there. And uh, but for now, you guys got to put him up, put up with him on radio. And, uh, <laughs> but I was impressed, Dean. And I even called and told you that. Yeah, I you did. You did a great job. And I don't think it's as easy as people think. So I don't know if you can take over for Dockage yet. But, uh, <laughs> right now, you better just enjoy the day. <laughs> Tom, appreciate your time, and right, thanks guys. for letting your buddy hang out with us, all right? See you, Coach. All right, man. Take care, Dave. Appreciate you. Yep. Good luck Sunday. That's head coach Tom Izzo, Spartans Hoosier Sunday. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta. And check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at at and for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Now on the Mower Shop Hotline out of Fishers, Michael Lewis is back on the show. Coach Lewis, thanks for joining on what will be a very exciting night. We had you on recently, and things were trending in the right direction then. What's your message tonight against the team in the MAC that appears to be on paper quite possibly the most potent uh, right up there with yours here in the early going? Yeah, they, Kent State's really good. You know, I, I uh, you know, I think Rob's got a, a a really good team. I mean, they they battled Houston, Gonzaga, um, and Charleston. Their only defeats all all teams in the top twenty five. And um, you know, they they they've got a real NCAA tournament team. Like I've I've been fortunate to be around um, and be a part of a lot of NCAA tournament games, and they they have that type of team. Um, you know, we, I, I want our guys to kind of embrace the moment. Like they, they've earned the right to play in games like this. Like, you know, I think there, it's a blackout tonight and then $2 beers and discounted tickets are trying to, you know, get a, a really good atmosphere in there. And I want our guys to embrace that. You know, I, I want that to become, as we build this program, I told them like that, that's going to become the norm. You know, they, they don't do that for eighth, ninth, 10th place teams. Like they do that for the, the top teams in the conference and, and our guys have, um, to this point, earned the right to play in a game like that uh, tonight and to have fun with it. Like if we if we're going to compete for what we want, um, you know, we're going to see these guys three times. So um, let's lace them up and see where we're at. Love it. Something tells me, Dane Fife, that Jaron Coleman, former star here in India Cathedral High School, for Coach Delaney, he's going to love a packed house with some uh, well hydrated Kent State supporters tonight on the road. You know, Coach Lewis. First of all, how are you, my man? <laughs> 
I'm doing good, man. How are you? Feels a little funny calling I mean, you Coach you, you, Coach Lewis. You, 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 you flipped to the other side, man. You're straight media. Media, baby. You're, you're calling games. Now we're doing radio, man. Um, <laughs> you doing good? I ha- I'm doing great. I had visions of doing a Jim Rome, um, Steve slash Chris Everett moment. Oh, but wow. I, I, I am going to tell, tell the story of how, you know, we're playing. <laughs> so, Charlie, every year um, – you know, recruiting in the summer, coaches end up in Vegas or a bunch of different places. But sure. after the tournament ends, you know, waiting for our flight, we'd do commercial flights. So so Mike and I would, would play uh, nine holes of golf just to catch up. Mike was somewhere. I was somewhere across the country. Yeah. You know, we played together for two years, remained friends. But this one particular time, and this is what a good guy Mike Lewis is, <laughs> is – the, the particular course, it was TPC Summerlin. It just been aerated, oh. so so holes everywhere, and um, we hadn't determined the rules. But they said you can on the green, you can you know that was a course rule. Well, early on, I, I uh, topped one of my shots off the tee into uh-huh. an aerated. Might have been a pond, but it looked like aerated. Yeah. Free drop. Free drop hey, coming, right? Right out no of the question. gate, Mike Lewis just, you know what, go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. Well, no, I mean, hey, if we're going to play by the rules, let's yeah. play by the rules. I mean, but, air, aerated green and a pond, that's pretty different things. Just cause the pond <laughs> but you know what? You set the tone right the there. Had, well, yeah, the pond had no water in it. It's Vegas, but it's still a pond. But, I, hey, <laughs> you set the tone right there coach and you let me hit out of the you let me just kind of nudge it out of the aerated hole and went on to beat me by 13 strokes but uh, that's the good guy that he is but uh so i pre i wanted to make sure i tell that story of of the the grace you, you'd shown me back in the day I but i wasn't uh, i'd seen your golf game i wasn't too <laughs> um, <laughs> the so, best match yeah. decided by 13 shots yeah, in the history yeah, yeah. of golf. Great drama. So, so Mike, I, I, I did want to ask you a serious question that I've been thinking. I, I Very curious. Uh, I remember when I became a head coach and, you know, the, the word identity came up, you know, for who I wanted to be, the type of temperament. Um, you know, I went one game, I'd try to be Coach Knight. The next, I'd try to be Coach Isla. The next, I'd try to be Dan <laughs> Fife. you know. And so when when you think back to your first couple games, um, what you've, you've been influenced by – I look at the, the coaches you've worked for and served under. There's so many personalities and so many names. When you thought about and when you think about forming an identity of your own, what comes to mind? What what things factored into kind of being who you are as related back yeah. to the people you've worked for? Well, I just, you know, I, like you said, I've been fortunate to be around some really good guys. And, and each one of them, you know, when, when you get your opportunity, like, just, you know, be you. You know, you being you has been, you know, good enough. So, right. you know, I, I don't, you know, I like I, I've learned a lot from each guy. Um, and, and I just try to put it in to take the things that I think that fit myself, my personality, my team, um, and just go out and, and be me. I'm not, you know, I, th- I think that's probably, it can be a strength or a weakness, right? Like I think one, you know, like I'm, I'm very comfortable with who I am. I don't try to be somebody I'm not and and I've just tried to get these guys to, to compete, you know, embrace the competition in the game, to play hard, um, to believe in some defense, 
um, and just just enjoy their their college experience. They only right. get one one opportunity to do this, and so I've just tried to be myself. And um, you know, fortunate to have some really good guys on the team and a great staff that um, they bought into to what we're trying to trying to do at Ball State, and and it's it's really rewarding to see them have this type of success. Um, you know, and and have this experience. You know, and, and like, you know, tonight's a big game. You yeah, know, but, it you is. Know, the next, the next, the next game on Tuesday is going to be the the next biggest game on our, our schedule because it's the next game. Yeah, like that's the biggest. That's what we've tried to you know portray to our guys each game. Like this is the biggest game of the year because it's next. And you know, so and they've done a pretty good job of embracing that. Hey, like win, winning tonight doesn't make our season. Losing tonight does not break our season. But let's yeah. let's go out and compete, enjoy the atmosphere. Like this. This is uh, you know something that I don't, I'm not sure anybody on our roster has, has experienced. So right. it's going to be new to them, and we got to try to try to help them through it. And and uh, at the end of the day, man, we're we get I get a coach a game, they get a they get a hoop, and and uh, it, it should be a really fun Friday night. Yeah, life is good. Amen to that. Michael Lewis, Ball State head coach, joining us, former Jasper star, welcoming him back to the Hoosier State. Mike, I was up there for your introductory press conference. Um, it was a special day, I know, for you and your family. If you can take us behind the scenes with your wife and, and daughters about what it's been like to come back to the state where basketball reigns supreme and their lives in and around town. Um, what's it been like just being a dad and, and being a husband here now back home? Yeah, it's been good. Like, like Dean knows my wife, you know, like she, you know, he knows how excited she is to be back in the state. And, um, you know, I, I think the, the coolest thing is kind of, um, you know, how, how they've all fit into, you know, the Muncie community and, and, uh, my, both my daughters go to the Yorktown schools and, and, um, you know, they immediately, you know, met friends and, and were, you know, were over over at people's houses and kids were over at our house and, you know, just like how, <clears throat> how easily those, they adapted, you yeah. know, and, and immediately, immediately fit in was, um, you know, cause that's something behind the scenes you always worry about, you know, right. like, you know, how are they, they going to just like, we just go to work, you know, and, <laughs> and they've got to, they've got to fit into the community and, and uh, the community has been great. Um, they, they love being a part of, you know, your town and the different things that they're, they're involved in. It's been an easy transition for Nicole. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's really kind of what, you know, we, we thought it was going to be now, um, uh, my face got got put up on a billboard and and uh, just embarrassed my two kids. That's hot. Yeah, you know it's it's, embar- it's embarrassing to the two kids. They're like, oh my god, all my friends are going to see that. It's so embarrassing, you know. So it's hey. uh, it's kind of good to be reminded that you're just you're just the dad. Right, you know? right. Yep. Uh, Coach Lewis, I'm looking up the other night. Sports Center top ten plays. In comes Jalen Sellers to my living room, throwing down a dunk on the run. We've spoken about Jaron Coleman and his tenacity. I compared it to Russell Westbrook. He just plays with an edge and a fearlessness. I want to get your thoughts on Sellers and someone who, let's face it, if you aren't watching a ton of mid-major basketball, you see Jalen Sellers on the floor and he just stands out, Coach. Yeah, he's you know he's earned. I say it all the time. Like you, you can't get upset with results if you if you don't put the work in and you know he's earned the right to play and have the type of sophomore year that he's having because you know of the work that he put in over the spring and summer and fall he had a small setback when he broke his hand um right before we started playing games but he's recovered very well um and you know he's 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 earned the right to be you know having the season that he's having now you know he's 
he's also adjusting to you know being a marked man on a scouting report, <laughs> um, being a little bit more of a you know focus of a defensive attention, and and um, you know he's got to learn and grow through that, and that's that's part of what young players do. Like there's a there's a great responsibility to being a good college basketball player, and and uh, he's he's learning that, and um, you know his attention to detail, his his work ethic um, is what you want in a in a college player because he sets the tone. Like when guys come in and he's like he's in the gym all the time. Like yeah. you want to know why he makes shots? You want to know why he shoots fifty percent <laughs> from the three point line? He's in the gym all the time, and and so it's you know just like our team experiences success. Like it's good to see him uh, playing well because you feel like he's put in the work. Coach Lewis, who are you taking in a shoulder press competition? Peyton Sparks or Dane Fife? Sheesh. <laughs> shoulder press? Yeah. Didn't you have, a, didn't you have like a shoulder problem? Uh, several several like surgeries. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to take P on that one. Charlie I'm walked into a landmine. Forgive me. You walked how about, into how about, a landmine, Coach How about Clifford? a squat press? I, I can't get over Peyton Sparks, man. That guy is he, – he is an athlete, Coach. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he, he demands a lot of attention. You know, and he's he's you've got a game plan for him. You've got to account for him, and that's that opens up things for Sellers and and Boogie, and, you know, and so and, and Demarius Jacobs. So, you know, he he's you got to account for him. He can be a he can be a problem, and he's an unbelievable kid. Um, and and again, you know, he had a great freshman year. He's just continuing to build on that. His his percentage, his shooting percentage, field goal percentage is up. Yeah. Um. You know, and he's you know he's just a, he's just developing. Um, you know, right in front of our eyes, and he's you know he's a, a really good um, post player, especially you know here in the MAC, and you know you feel like you can go to him in key moments, and he can deliver. Yeah. Hey, uh, Coach Lewis, your boy Fife here. Uh, t- talk about some surprises. You know, everybody. Well, well, what surprised you about being a head coach versus being an assistant? Talk about some yeah. surprises or some things that that maybe you weren't expecting or were expecting a, a lot less as you've worked your way and waded your way through this head coaching deal? Yeah. Well, you, you didn't go to, the, like, a media school, so you're, not, you're not, let me help you. You're not supposed to start a question with talk about. Thank like, you, Mike like Lewis. No, no, Dane. You can't say talk about. You know better than I think you're going to get a whole diatribe on that one day. Professor so you Lewis, question, when did you? thank yes. you. Gosh, it's yeah. only day hey, two in here. Give me, okay? give me the scoop on day some two. surprises you've yeah. you've you've gotten thus far being a head coach you know, I, versus an assistant. Yeah, I, I think just um, <laughs> you know all the things that come across your plate as a head coach that don't impact winning that you know people place an importance on. You know, like you get it, you get in the heart of the the schedule. Like I I know who our next game is on Tuesday. Like I don't know what's after that. You know, and like the the travel plans and making decisions on this and that, and you know all those things. Like you're just, you know, I'm I'm watching tape at Kent State and I'm scared to death. And and you want to know where what time we're trying to eat two weeks from now? Like, <laughs> come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, just some some silly things like that. You know, but it it's um it it's it's been a lot of fun. You know, some of the administrative stuff kind of kind of wears on you a little bit and and especially when you're starting in a new place and you're trying to build a program and kind of change um change the program change the culture and and it takes everybody so you you know you're you're involved with the sports information department you're involved with the marketing you're involved with the ticketing like how you want things done how you want your your program uh, portrayed and then yet you got to remember like the the meat and potatoes, the thing is, is, is with your guys yeah. and how they and how you're getting them to play and prepare for games and, and all that type of stuff. So I think just, um, I always, 
everybody I ever worked for, except for Miles, and you'll understand this, mm-hmm. would, would, would just, you know, like, this is the greatest job in the world if you didn't have to play games. I never, <laughs> understood, it. I never understood it as an yeah. assistant. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? You know, but now, like, I, I completely get it, 100%. But uh, it's probably just those those kind yeah, of things. But you just clean, but five, clean, just clean up your question. Yeah, that's fair. I think you got. I think you got something going here. I you mean, think I got something going? It, well, that or he's going to put me in a headlock, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to get a noogie for the next hour and a half for bringing up the the old shoulder problems. Look, Mike Lewis, you have built a foundation there, and we are. Very interested and excited to see how you get this plane off the runway. Four and one in the MAC, 13 and five overall. You're going to be watching CBS Sports Network tonight, 630. 6.30, baby. At Kent State. I'll be locked in. Golden Flashes, five and oh. Maction heating up with Coach Lewis back in the basketball state. Coach, thanks for hopping on with your old pal Fife, all right? I appreciate you guys having having me on. See you, Coach. That hey, is, when you, hey, Fife, when are you coming to Muncie, man? You, you, you next week. Like, like, no, literally, he's been talking about this, in. Mike. Next week. He's coming up. Save my seat. All right, buddy. I may bum a ride with him. Uh, let's go. I need yeah, some pretzels. Right, We're going to answer. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, Ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Or the mower shop hotline right now with Kevin Bowen. Kevin and Query in the morning, they had you all fired up as your Friday commences in Indianapolis. Kevin, we just learned in the last half hour, Rich Basaccia, former interim head coach in Vegas last year, led the Raiders to the playoffs, a team that was on the mat and got up thanks to this fiery guy. Kevin, that was a personality and an attitude that woke up a team that was dormant. And for me... Jeff Saturday didn't really wake up anybody here. Your thoughts on Bisaccia getting a look here this afternoon as he's now the special teams coach in Green Bay. Yeah, certainly a lot of naps. Colts fans took late in the season watching that football team. Jeff Saturday did not wake up uh, really Whoa. anybody. Um, didn't wake up you know, when, you, <laughs> when you look at Bisaccia, I mean, to be honest with you, Charlie, that Raiders dysfunction last year, I mean, that was drama-filled uh, you know, to the nth degree, yeah. from the John Gruden emails to the tragedy with the Henry Ruggs, you know, car accident that that, that killed somebody. Uh, I don't think when he took over in whatever it was, early to mid-October, you know, they ever thought, oh, yeah, playoffs here. And sure enough, um, that's exactly what they did. And, you know, Colts fans probably have a little bit of a sour taste in their mouth still from what Versace's group did to them, you know, coming here to Lucas Oil Stadium yes. in week 17 and beating the Colts here and then making the playoffs. And really, they gave Cincinnati everything they could handle in that wild card round game down there in Cincinnati. So I, I think this might qualify as the first candidate we've seen that really is a bit of a surprise, having said that, just because he hasn't been a popular name throughout, you know, the other openings. Um, 
So he's also the oldest candidate, you know, 62 years old. I don't know if that really matters, but it seems like the majority have been much more on the younger side. Uh, but he's got Chris Bauer connections. Obviously, you have Gus Bradley on staff. You have a couple other Raiders assistants from last year, so you have some connections within your own staff. That would make sense here. But um, I, I see some Colts fans kind of freaking out, like, what, what in the world are they doing? Why are they interviewing all these people? I got no issue with it. Uh, you were bad, which means you are granted the opportunity when you fire head coach to interview and interview everybody if you want to and take as much time as you want. I think it's smart to gather intel. Maybe you're building a coaching staff. Maybe some of these names that you've interviewed, maybe they're not a head coach, but maybe they're a coordinator for whoever yeah. you decide as the head coach. So I got no issue with it. Obviously, the process will speed up a little bit after this weekend's game. Uh, but, yeah, th- this one probably qualifies as a little bit of a surprise. Hey, uh, KB, are we there? Can I go KB with you? <laughs> Fight. Dane Fife oh, here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We are. We, we are so – I got a question for you before, before it's all set. Oh, oh no. Oh, dear. Okay, so uh, can I ask mine first? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so, Such great manners. Hey, wow. Let's, let's cut the Tremendous crap here. gentlemen. Let's cut the crap. You're Tiger Woods. Fluff just retired. <laughs> you need another caddy. Let's now put ourselves in the shoes of the Colts. Who do the Colts need as their next head coach in your mind? Wow. It's just... Who is the Colts' Steve Williams? It in there for who, Kevin. who are the Indianapolis Colts' Steve Williams? Can you imagine having Fluff as your caddy, first off? I mean, like, uh, was he just a perfect sidekick for Tiger right off, you know, coming right out of Stanford? I mean, he just looked like a caddy. And Fluff, I believe, is still, still going strong. I, I lugged the bag for Furyk. I there saw him go. two springs ago, and I couldn't help myself. I did the old stumble in and just touch his uh, mustache and his beard. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, there, there's a movie somewhere about that. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a uh, uh, Billy Madison, um, where you know he he stumbles onto the the teacher's hair or something like that, and it, it <laughs> happened with me with Fluff's mustache. Uh, I had God. to just get a piece of the mustache, and and uh, it was a good moment for me. But go yeah, ahead. Your you, you, your wife had to be pretty jealous. She uh, was. Yeah, the player yeah. was um, happy. I, I, as am I, to be honest with you. Okay, yep. who, who's the Colts caddy? The name that I'm pretty intrigued by is D'Amico Ryans. You know, I think if you look at his history um, and, and what people have said about whether they played with him or played under him, they speak very, very highly. I think oftentimes we just assume, like, the quarterback is the most cerebral position on the field. We probably don't give enough credit to a middle linebacker being that, and, and that was Ryan's background. I mean, I know Charlie certainly – has been a part of the Colts locker room sessions, and Zaire Franklin would, would qualify as that for the for the Colts. So yeah. I do think Ryan's is a really intriguing name. Now, the question with any defensive candidate is who are you hiring offensively and how are you going to maintain that continuity? Right. I think San Francisco is a very creative offense uh, under Kyle Shanahan. So if Ryan's looks at that staff and feels like you know he can find somebody there, maybe that would be the hire. Um, so he's probably the name out of everybody else on this list that stands out. Brian Callahan um, is also intriguing to me, mm. uh, you know, considering the quarterback draft pick that's of the utmost importance. I think pairing that quarterback with a head coach that has, you know, extensive background there makes a lot of sense. And if you look at the quarterbacks that Brian Callahan's worked with, starting with Peyton Manning and, and Derek Carr and Matthew Stafford and now Joe Burrow, that's a pretty good group for a yeah, guy that a isn't group. even yep. – 40 years old. So those are the two names um, that I would say of everyone so far. 
Uh, Fluff Cowan, Steve Williams, sign me up. <laughs> Kevin Bowen joining us now. You heard him this morning. Get to 1075thefan.com. Kevin has a great write-up. Little things that you need to know about each and every candidate. Again, mm. if you're just joining myself, Charlie Clifford and Dane Fife with you this afternoon. Dan Quinn, Brian Callahan, Rich Bisaccia, the three interviews today for the Colts. KB, I believe that brings the total up to 14. Jeff Saturday spoke with his bosses yesterday. What do you think that pitch sounded like from Jeff Saturday? It's the million-dollar question. Is there enough on the table for Saturday to vouch for his job and to win him over against all these other candidates? How do you size up what you expected to hear if you were Jim Irsay in that conversation? Yeah, I would have loved a uh, fly on the wall. Oh, gosh. That one. Hard knocks, I, I please. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you just read off the Dan Orlovsky tweet and, and I hope that <laughs> resonates um, in that interview session or what. But, you know, Jeff Saturday, of course, doesn't have much, if at all, um, over the eight games to go off of tangibly, what we saw, you know, each yeah. and every Sunday. Um, so a lot of it's got to be big vision. A lot of it has got to be. Um, you know, if I'm able to implement my entire plan, this is what it would look like. Jake and I talked about this earlier in the week. I am fascinated to know what a Jeff Saturday coaching staff would look like. You know, he doesn't have, obviously, a lot of coaching connections within the league. Ironically, I would say one of the guys that he probably has a connection with, longtime assistant here in Indy, just retired. That was Clyde Christensen Mm. down in Tampa for the past couple of years. Um, I know we, and I've probably been one to do it. We probably joke about hiring just some ESPN colleagues around him, but I say this in all seriousness. Like, would, yeah, you, would Dan Orlovsky be on his, his his coaching staff? Like, you know, that is a, a, a name that Orlovsky's mentioned before that he would have interest in that. So, that aspect of the Saturday interview would be very, very curious to me. Um, but you know, on the flip side of the latest candidate they just interviewed, Rich Passaccia was thrown into a horrific situation. Um, you had John Gruden, again, fire midseason for the emails and the 10-year contract and all that blows up. Uh, you have a player that, again, tragically in a car accident, kills somebody else, and you're able to all of a sudden turn things around and they go 7-5, and five, they make the playoffs, and they almost beat Cincinnati. And Jeff Saturday walks in here and made it much, much worse from an on-field product. And, again, it wasn't a situation where Frank Wright got fired for those reasons or you had the player tragedy that, uh, that the Raiders had as well. So uh, I, I don't know a whole lot of outside of big picture, big vision, Jim Irsay, look into my eyes and, you know, all of those sorts of things. Um, but I would be super curious to find out exactly what he would have said. And, and KB, back to Coach Fife here. Uh, obviously a Jeff Saturday hire would be an outside-the-box hire. Who else, if anybody, intrigues you that's either been interviewed or not would be another guy that that could potentially be an outside the box hire. I'm big on outside the box hires. You know, they talk yeah, about that's a good question. Life is full of things to manage: your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta. And check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation.
Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't know if anyone necessarily qualifies. There's certainly, no one as much in the Saturday camp. I mean, if you look at everybody else, uh, Charlie, what do you say? Is it 13 or 14? I think it's 14 right now, now, KB. Jimmy's okay. thinking up so, upwards of 20 before it's all said and done, though. Yeah. What? What is the over under? I mean, let's set one yeah. right now, Jimmy. Kevin Bowen's with us on the fan. Kevin, make make the over under on half, this. Jimmy. Yeah, I I don't like being spoken for. You know, it just just depends. Sorry, Jimmy. That's all right. I forgive you. Uh, KB, I'd probably I'd probably mark, mark it out there. Sixteen and a half is probably good. Yeah. But but my argument was where yours is, Kevin. Is that interview whoever you want right now. If you're still waiting sure. for playoff coaches to be done with their run, don't waste the time. If there's someone you like or someone a fellow front office or owner says, hey, check out our special teams guy. What the hell is Sean Payton still the first domino in all of this? Is anyone going to get hired before Sean Payton gets hired? Yeah, that's a, and I gotta jot some things down because I feel like there's a couple things that I that, that I want to mention here. Um, Dropping knowledge on uh, it. Yeah, Peyton domino effect. I would agree there. Um, Dane asked me surprise candidate. I want to mention that. And then this might be a bad analogy. And Dane, feel free to correct me if uh, if you would disagree or or if you agree, I would appreciate that as well. Okay. Um, I look at this Colts firing a Frank Reich and the fact that you can, again, interview pretty much whoever you want and take your time and, and not rush the process. In a way, I almost look at it when, like, the college basketball programs go on the foreign tours. And you get these 10 extra practices, and I, I believe it's 10. I don't know. Yeah, some, yeah, yeah. Mm. Some number like that. So, all of a sudden, you get 10 practices. Take advantage of that. And and that has been a positive you know, right. realm from a college basketball program. In the Colts' stance, it's obviously not because of a positive event, but you have an opportunity to do something that not 25, 26 other teams aren't able to do right now. Now, again, they have a stable coaching situation or some somewhat stable, so that would be their advantage. But if you're the Colts, you might as well get all of this intel that you can. Again, try and build a coaching staff. Okay, who does – Rich Passaccia, like, who, who would he like on his staff? Oh, that's a name I didn't think of. Uh, if we hire Raheem Morris full-time, I might mention that name to Raheem Morris. Oh, this is how Passaccia would, would, would run practice. And, you know, maybe, whatever, Dan Quinn wants to run it this way. And, and you're almost kind of putting a puzzle together. And then you can kind of drop hints to whoever you hire up. These are some thoughts that I like from other candidates. What do you think about that? So that's kind of how I view it. Um, as far as a surprise, again, I don't think anyone sniffs the Saturday resume. I, I am a little curious that, and who knows, maybe there will be more candidates. I don't think there will be a lot of lot more new candidates. There can't be. You, there can't. At this, sure. You know, I think we got to get the second interview. Coordinators here. that are left are now in in the queue, right, Kev? I mean, any anybody they've... else from the college route? You know, I mentioned Nick Saban yesterday. <laughs> You know, the college route, it, it, it's funny you bring that up because, you know, if you go back to 2018 when Chris Ballard 
ran the show for the Josh McDaniels mm. hire, yeah. Matt Rule mm-hmm. was the name okay. then, mm-hmm. and that was still Matt Rule early in his Baylor tenure. Right. And I don't I, I, at that time he had not interviewed anywhere in the NFL, so I was kind of curious where would the Rule interview be mm-hmm. this cycle? Again, I don't think we've seen it yet. The one coordinator name that I'm a little surprised we haven't seen yet. Uh, is Leslie Frazier with the Bills. Mm-hmm. You know, he was on Tony Dungy's staff for a couple seasons here in Indy. He interviewed uh, back in 2018 for the Colts and Chris Ballard when uh, Josh McDaniel said no. Uh, so he's probably the one name that I'm a little bit uh, a little bit surprised by. Kevin Bowen, will Jim Irsay struggle with his obsession with keeping it in the family? It, let's take Jeff Saturday out of it and assume for right now that Jeff won't be returning is that just always going to be a kick for him? The, the Manning tie you mentioned with Callahan. I mean, it feels like that carries heavy weight considering the rhetoric we've heard from Ursay over the past year. Yeah, I mean, Jim's a hopeless romantic. Um, he will certainly fight that. I think that's the greatest thing in Jeff Saturday's uh, corner right now is just the massive amount of, frankly, endearment he has for Jeff and how much he loves that era of football. And, you know, it's probably the closest thing he'll ever get to Peyton Manning, to be honest with you, in terms of a beloved figure within the organization, potentially being the head coach. I thought, you know, Jake made a really good point earlier in the week in that what you're seeing with Jeff Saturday, because I don't know about you guys, but I can't find more than two or three people in the entire city that wants Jeff Saturday to be the head coach. And there's a lot of, I think, kind of venom towards his run here. Not him, but towards the the two-month run here. And that's exactly why I can never see Peyton Manning wanting to whatever, be a head coach or right. be a GM. No because, question. you know, w- when all of a sudden you put yourself in a different job from what mm-hmm. you were beloved in, uh, the PR angle can turn in a hurry. And I think we all know Peyton cares about the PR angle a whole lot. And, you know, to a degree, probably all of us do, but Peyton – certainly does. So uh, I, I just don't think there's any other candidate, Charlie, that would qualify as getting to that era um, anywhere close to, you know, Saturday's love that Jim Mercer has for him. Fife, you've seen it. The best players rarely make the best coaches. Larry Bird, an exception to that rule. Um, your thoughts on just this experiment as a whole, looking back quickly here, as Kevin Bowen's still on us with the Mower Shop Hotline, you watched from afar this Saturday experiment. You were not inside the bubble here with the rest of us. Was it as baffling to you as it was to most of us? It wasn't. And, uh, you know, you mentioned, KB, you know, Jim Irsay, a hopeless romantic. And coming from a, two programs that value Michigan State, and when I played at Indiana, two two programs that that value um, its family members in far beyond their playing days. Uh, I still contend that you have to have either. And I said this yesterday, and I'd love for you to agree or disagree. I know Query will disagree, um, <laughs> but you either have to have a great quarterback or a great defense if you're going to challenge the, be a challenger in the NFL. And Jeff Saturday or not. You better go out and get a QB. And oh, yeah. and for me, I like the idea of Jeff Saturday being the, being the next head, co- head coach of the Colts. Um, I'm not too concerned about how it finished because I know it can change on a dime. I've seen it with the Lions. No, I haven't. I've seen it with um, maybe the, the Eddie DeBartolo, San Francisco 49ers, <laughs> or the Troy Aikman 
Dallas Cowboys when they lost in the first round of the playoffs to the Lions and then went on the, went on the following year to beat the, beat the Hogs and the Washington Redskins. It can change on a dime. And personally, I'm, I'm pretty excited. The fact that Jeff Saturday might be the next head coach of the Colts. Due in part because I can respect the loyalty of a Jim Irsay or a Chris Ballard. Let's bring back the old and make it the new. And it would start with Jeff Saturday. And that way, <laughs> the Pey- if Peyton Manning doesn't come back, because I know Peyton Manning would like not like coming, seeing that statue all graffitied up. Like, oh, like like that kind of stuff People that happens. People wind up in penitentiaries Every that we, loss, we yeah. don't know exist yet. The underground prisons of Indiana. Kevin, to Dane's point, it wouldn't be boring, and I hope it doesn't sound like I have a rooting interest up here. I've gone on the record. I don't think Saturday is the answer. I don't think he will be. But from a media perspective, I mean, Jeff is not boring. He's He plays you straight up. I hope it doesn't sound like we have a rooting interest up here. Yeah, and I'll I'll just say a couple things off of what Dane mentioned, and then I would love, by the way, to sneak in my 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 Dane question if you don't mind. I know Jimmy is all over the clock situation and just no. terrific management here, late game, final two minutes to go. <laughs> um, on a couple of the points Dane made, couldn't agree more on quarterback. I mean, the eight teams will watch play over the next two days. Not a single quarterback's over the age of twenty nine. So. Um, this is unheard of in the NFL. These quarterbacks are going nowhere. There's quarterbacks that aren't even playing this weekend that you would take on your team. So you got to go find it. As far as the Saturday angle is, to me, it's too much of Ursay's hiring a friend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Dane was an ex-player, tremendous player at Thank IU. You. Thank you. And also, in his post-playing career, built quite the resume as a coach. So if Scott Dolson would have gone that route, there's a ton of merit there. Um, and I don't know the post-02, 03 Indiana Hoosiers and what everybody did after their playing career in Bloomington, but if Dane had a teammate that never coached and all he did was, you know, whatever, work in the media world. Be like Jared Jeffries. Yeah, I'd never want to work in the media world. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I get get, it. I don't even want to throw a name out because I, I, I don't no, know yeah, 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 people yeah. have done, but yeah. you know, I don't know, Dr. Hornsby maybe. There you um, go. <laughs> you know, and, and all of a sudden Dolson makes that higher. I'm right. going to sit there and be like, wait, what a minute. Yeah. I mean, that's a little bit too friendly yeah. on that end. Yeah. Um, if I could shift gears, my question for Dane would be this. Drum I'm a diehard, one of about eight out there in the world. I'm a diehard Notre Dame basketball fan. Yes, sir. Um, what what Mike Bray accomplished there, uh, extremely impressive, remarkable, really, Legend. over the course of two different conferences, is Notre Dame. We had Greg Gregstall on er- earlier today, and I know Dane and Rake have worked here over the last couple of weeks. Rake was adamant that Notre Dame was a top 20 job in college basketball. As a diehard fan, I was stunned to hear that. I wanted to drive to Rake's house and give him a hug, and I really hope that the, uh, that, that is true. Where would Dane Fife rank the Notre Dame basketball job among college basketball? Well, I look, let's talk Power 5 conferences, Power 6 in basketball. And from that standpoint – I would say top 50, top 45, top – let's go top 40. But I'm not sure that, that Notre Dame at this point, uh, given all the success they've had, given everything that Coach Bray has done, and he has been incredible. I mean that with all sincerity. He's one of my favorites in the business. I'm not sure given all those things that it's a top 20 job. And Yeah, I would agree. The main reason, the main issue is you have to be able to get over Notre Dame football. 
Okay, it's not that happen. is a hump. That's like, um, you know, like, like it's Ohio State, Michigan, or Ohio State trying to get over the hump with those. And and can note, Notre Dame is in the conversation um, every so often. In that's in the conversation in some form of cycle. Notre Dame, I'm certain, has been talked about as a top twenty program. But I think year in and year out, that's hard to maintain. Give them the circumstances at Notre Dame and with the great coaching, the great staff, and the great players that Notre Dame has had year in and year out. That's a heck of a tough question you threw at me. What are, are there know, any easier ones? Like what's my daughter's names or something? I, well, honestly, if I were Jack Swarbrick, I'd probably be making a call to you. But uh, so Hey, honesty's be the best policy. So. If everybody operate, operates like you, KB, I'm in good shape. Mower shop hotline's open yeah. here, KB. Anyone needs to call Fife. We'll so, take yeah, the interview oh, on good. air. Jimmy, how are we doing on time? You know, I, this guy, Coach, yeah, Coach K, got, KB just you know, made I, my day. I got Dane on the list. I got the guy you had on at 130 on the yep, list, yep. Michael Lewis. I've got, you know what, might, might as well make a call to John Beeline. Chris Quinn with the Heat would, yep. would, would certainly there you go. Uh, get, Legend. A, get a call there. And you know what, um, this is a pipe dream, and maybe the Mike Woodson, Indiana thing popped in my head, but Phoenix Suns, under new ownership, I believe you know the new ownership. I do. If things are, if things are a little awkward for Monty Williams, come back home to South Bend. Come Granted, home. You say come, back, you say come back home to South Bend, and you think, boy, what a place to live. Yeah. So, well, Rudy uh, lived there. And that's, <laughs> hey, I like South Bend. That's a nice place. I it's college football. Hey, Saturday afternoon. It is a special place. Where else would you, you rather be And right here, right now? I love, KB is my man. Uh, Kev. We kept you way too long. Have a great weekend. Again, read Kevin online. Any developments in the Colts coaching search? Uh, enjoy KB and best of luck to your Hoosiers. We had Tom Izzo on earlier. That one should be epic. Yeah, it'll be a fun one on Sunday. Gentlemen, terrific listen. And I love the fluff reference, Dane. So thank you yes, for that. Yes, sir. You're welcome. That was all for you. <laughs> One's for you, KB. Kevin Bowen, <laughs> I wish we could have gotten more golf. We'll have to do it again with yeah. Kevin. 